Welcome to the State of Sales Enablement Podcast with your host, Felix Kruger. Insights and actionable advice from B2B marketing and sales experts that share what it takes to achieve sales enablement excellence. Scenario-based solution training, written by Mike Kunkel, read by Felix Kruger. There's no doubt that sales professionals need to understand their products and services. That's a given. Product training is necessary. What troubles me about product training, despite how much has been written on this topic, is that so many companies are still not maximizing the potential of their product training efforts to get beyond product knowledge to the real crux on how to sell solutions effectively. I could go back much further or cite other more recent sources, but I've always liked this example. In one of their previous CSO Insights self-performance optimization studies, when Jim Dickey and Barry Trailer wrote that while product training will always be needed, the best-performing companies realize that prospects typically conduct significant online research before meeting with a salesperson, and as a result, are no longer reliant on a salesperson for information. So the primary focus of these companies' training initiatives is on improving the selling skills of their salespeople so that they can have meaningful business dialogues with prospects. Spot on, right? This episode will be dedicated to one method that has produced great results for me. I call it scenario-based solution training. Rarely does one set of advice apply universally. So as always, use this advice with your situation and nuances in mind. Some product or services and their related features and benefits are very complex. Others are very simple. Apply any advice, including mine, with reason and good judgment based on the context and nuance in your situation. So how to think about your products and services in the context of scenario-based solution training? My first advice, it's how you think about your offerings. Here's the tiering and terms that I like. Most importantly, follow the concepts and the logic breadcrumb trail and call things whatever you want. So first of all, you have a product or service. I call it product for simplicity. Your product has features which are factual characteristics. The way a feature works or what it does is the advantage. A feature may provide competitive advantages over other similar products or there might be parity. A feature and its advantage and competitive advantage when existent provide a benefit to customers by addressing an issue for them, usually by resolving a challenge or avoiding a negative impact, avoiding something bad, or enabling an opportunity to achieve a positive impact, getting something good. Until now, these terms are about general benefits. A benefit produces a business outcome, a result. The outcome translates into business value impacting the metrics that matter for the business and the way that the buyer or decision maker is measured. Values may include things other than financial or operational metrics, such as the achievement of mission or vision or the improvement of a process or experience. But it's very compelling when dollarized, especially for senior leaders or financially minded buyers. This is the return on investment or ROI. Multiple features, advantages, and benefits, or FAB for short, combine into your company's capabilities. The competitive advantages, when they exist, become your differentiators. The way you combine these capabilities to address business issues for your clients become your solutions. All right, take a breath now. 
go back and re-listen to that flow. Let it sink in. It may be overkill for some simple situations, but again, the important thing here is the thought process and logic path, starting at the top and flowing down until you can tie impacts to outcomes that provide business value. I'm hoping that you already see that this goes far beyond product knowledge or typical product training and foreshadows where I'm heading with scenario-based solution training. So how do you deliver better product training or also known as scenario-based solution training? Step one is to create an understanding of how your products work. As you can probably guess by now, I think that having basic product knowledge is simply the ticket for entry. It's a prerequisite. While product complexity varies for the most part, this is basic knowledge acquisition or for the less geeky of you, learning or education. You can use e-learning, videos, reading, virtual instructor-led training, learning games, or mix and match blended solutions to lay this foundation. Using assessments to confirm understanding and sustain the knowledge gained over time is also a smart idea. For the instructional design geeks in the house, this employs both spaced repetition and retrieval learning. Since selecting the right training approach isn't the real purpose of this post, we've listed additional resources in the show notes of this episode. The first step here is to help your sales reps understand your products and how they work. Unfortunately, this is often the first and last step in many product training programs, but you won't allow that to happen. In this stage, teach the generic, factual things about your products, including features, advantages, and competitive advantages. Step two is then to specify what your products do for customers. After the foundation of facts, it's time to switch gears and focus externally with benefits, outcomes, and value. Many of you will remember FAB, or Features, Advantages, Benefits, which has been around for ages. Unfortunately, much training never gets beyond FAB, and the benefits translation is often weak. The benefits, outcomes, value taxonomy goes further, and we are not even done. At this stage, the training requires examples, and again for the instructional design geeks, some non-examples, or when the products don't fit a customer situation. Teaching benefits, outcomes, and value ties to domain expertise, as well as business and financial acumen, so the competencies are a prerequisite. Your reps either need to bring knowledge and skills to the table for those acumens, or they need to be a prerequisite in your curriculum. And yes, I'm suggesting we purposefully accelerate domain expertise by teaching it, as well as financial and business acumen. Step three is to teach how to develop solutions. This is where the scenarios come in. Now we're going to focus on capabilities, differentiators, and solutions. What most people think matters, most sales reps do, and unfortunately, most sales training teachers is the need statement from the buyer's perspective, and how this need can be addressed with the products or services on offer. What really matters, top sales reps do, and you should train instead, are the impacts buyers have to deal with and the outcomes the solution delivers. For each of the buyer personas, consider impacts including negative consequences of inaction, positive outcomes of action, and how these tie to metrics and KPIs, as well as outcomes including negative consequences avoided, positive outcomes gained, and again, how these tie in with metrics and KPIs. It's also the place to pull in deeper specific about the buyer and customer scenarios. 
In this proportion of the training, you should create various real-world buyer or customer scenarios and use case studies. When reps dig into them, they should uncover ways to address their issues with your solution. Advice? Sure. The first few should be easy and cut and dried. If you haven't bench pressed before, you don't start with 350 pounds, or at least not unless your name is Banner and you're large and green. Cases should get progressively less clear and more challenging, simulating whatever complexity your customers and reps face in the real world. In many cases, you can use real situations that your sales team has faced. Get your SMEs involved here. There's some great potential here to engage top reps in person or via video and your customers via video in your training, as well as win-loss analysis and voice of the customer data. In some cases, you may need to develop real-worldly but simulated scenarios to help your reps connect the dots you want to highlight or reinforce based on what you're training at the time. Circling back to the above quote from CSO Insights, this is more sales training than product training. Virtual meeting technology and sales enablement tools have finally advanced enough to do this work virtually. Diving into case studies, having deep discussions, participating in breakout rooms or group activities, and individual assignments followed by group discussions, troubleshooting, and simulations. Whether you're doing an in-person bootcamp, virtual training, or if it's part of your sales onboarding, there's a wonderful opportunity to incorporate your training on sales messaging as well. No matter which option you choose, remember that event-based training doesn't work for product training or sales training, so support your efforts with an effective sales training system. Next up, I want to talk to you about the biocentric messaging matrix. I've called it different things over the years, but I have used a biocentric messaging matrix for years that pulls together many of these elements and others after the basic product mechanics, how it works, are understood. This is how you truly prepare your sales force to sell solutions in a way that matters to the buyers. This is why it makes sense to train marketing, especially product marketing, on your methodology and to share this matrix with them. The buyer-centric messaging matrix features a column listing all buyer personas and columns describing the personas. These columns include COINOP, which stands for Challenges, Opportunities, Impacts, Needs, Outcomes, Priorities, Value Drivers, such as Business, Experiential, Aspirational, and Personal Value Drivers, the Buyer Type, whether it's a Financial Buyer, Feasibility Buyer, or Functional Buyer, Metrics, how are they measured? Post-value stories to capture interest based on CoinOp. Targeted discovery questions based on CoinOp. How to demo or present based on CoinOp. How to build solutions to address CoinOp. Common concerns and how to resolve them. Competitors and how to position against them. And how you enable the outcomes they want in their value driver language. So that's the concept of scenario-based solution training. Put your reps in very real simulations and train their discovery, critical thinking, problem solving, and judgment skills, as well as domain expertise and financial and business acumen if needed. Make it all very buyer-centric with a focus on outcomes and value, and your sellers will be more relevant to your buyers and ultimately far more effective.